I think the, the, the thing that, that I'm most focused on is winning. You know, the only thing I care about is winning and ultimately winning championships. So um, there will be a day where that conversation can be had, but today isn't that day. Uh, that's Jalen Hurts uh, this morning. Mm. Today ain't the day to talk about that, but we're going to talk. Yep. Soon. Soon. <laughs> Nicole Lynn's going to talk. There'll be a lot of zeros oh, yeah. involved in this, oh, in this yeah. discussion. Uh, yeah. Locker cleanout day uh, for you guys. Uh, they, Elliot had said earlier that it wasn't the whole team. There was a lot of guys that were there that wasn't wasn't the whole team. Um, when's the next time that they'll see each other at, at mini camps? Or I mean, so what do you, where do you go from here? As a, uh, what do you mean? Uh, I think the players are technically not allowed back in the building. Uh, unless they have an injury or something. Yeah, unless you're unless you're rehabbing, like they want them away from the building, and have, meaning that the coaches can't be in there coaching them or anything like that. So, I guess they could be in there. Jalen can go in there and watch film or whatever if he wanted to at any time. But I think there is a a sort of window where no players are around, and um, I, I would imagine sometime during free agency. Um, the framework of the deal has to already be in place. I mean, that that's what how he gets paid to do. So, yep. you know, Monday through Friday. I know on Sundays he's at the game, but Monday through Friday his job is is doing these things and preparing for stuff like this with all their free agents. They have a they have a lot yeah, of decisions. They have a lot make, of stuff yeah. they have to do, but but obviously having the framework of his deal at least already in place, it allows them to have a clearer picture of what they can do in free agency and who they should target, which guys they should bring back. You know, that's that's all the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. Right, so if, if they know for the most part what he's going to make, they can say, okay, how do we want to structure the contract depending mm-hmm. on what we want to do? So there's expectations. This is how much we're going to have to spend in free agency, whether it's our own players yes. or other players. Yeah, you're right. This is what yeah. they've been doing for however long. Yeah. They're preparing for the all season, so you know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is that uh, Nicole Lynn, Jalen's agent, she didn't waste much time tweeting after the game that how great of a game he played. Don't think that didn't go unnoticed. <laughs> yes. But I got you, bro. <laughs> yeah, she was. She, yeah, she. She. It seemed like she won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, she did to, <laughs> to a degree. She did. She did. Thought about the commission, man. That's yeah, nice. Man, and that's just the first one. He's only 24. Man, you were not <laughs> that's kidding. That's just the first one. He's only 24, so he has at least another deal or two coming as long as he plays well. Going to be an interesting uh, interesting offseason to see what the what the Eagles do outside yeah. of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually more ex- – I don't know if excited is the, is the word I should use, but I'm, I'm anxious in, in finding out who are we bringing back because that kind of gives you – a clearer picture of what you need to do in draft. I'm not so sure we're going to be big players in free agency. I agree. Uh, I would imagine if they were going to give out money, it would be to our own guys. But you can never – listen, you can't put anything past Howie, man. He, he He's always keeping his eye on somebody Looking coming off good a values. rookie deal somewhere. Yeah, that, that, that may just be hitting their prime at 25, 26 years old, and he's ready to give them a deal. 
Depend on what position it is. Yeah, you're right. So he, he could end up spending money that he thought was a good value. He could wait the market out a little bit and try to get a veteran that in mm-hmm. that second or third wave. Look at Bradbury last year. Yeah, waited all the way to the end, and, to and it worked out for him. Yep, it really did. So yeah, no, I, I mean, like, yeah, excited's probably not the word, but like, it, we love NFL offseason. Oh, offseason is great. Yeah, offseason is great, especially when you're trying to figure out what, how do we add the, the pieces to the team that's going to help us get over the top. And what we're going to have to do this offseason that we haven't had to do around here uh, since we lost the Super Bowl in 05 is bounce back after a disappointing Super Bowl loss. You got to bounce back. Okay, how many players are we still? do we still have here? We've already lost two coordinators. Yep. So the change is already happening right now. Started with the two coordinators. All right, okay, now let's see what players we bring back. Okay, are these players as hungry next year? Yeah. Right? Or is everybody or is someone upset that they didn't get a new deal? Yeah, like we saw last time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because as players, you want to cash in. You just had a great season. You want to cash in. And so everybody can't cash in. And then who are the players that are still here that didn't get a chance to get a new deal, that wanted a new deal? And this is not to go back, but there were players, Zach. uh, um, Nelson. Nelson. These guys wanted new deals. And and we went out and we drafted Zach's replacement. Zach didn't know Goddard was his replacement (laughs) the moment he was drafted in the second round. And he wanted a new contract. And and he wanted a new contract. They drafted his replacement anyway. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? You think Nelson wasn't upset when they brought Deshaun in <laughs> and gave him a new deal? Oh, I can tell you he wasn't. Right? So, and it happens like that. Here's another guy I'll tell you. Tim Jernigan. Yeah. Everybody wasn't that fond of Tim Jernigan. And then when he got paid and some other guys on the D-line didn't get paid, he didn't make everybody happy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, it was like Tim Jernigan came over here and it's like, y'all gave him a new deal before before we even got through with the yeah, season. Y'all gave ha- him a new half deal. A se- he played half a season. <laughs> y'all gave Did him they a trade new for deal. him in season? Yeah, no, they traded for him in the spring. In the spring, okay. Yeah, because I remember, I remember us coming back from spring training and, and I found, found out on the plane, yeah, that the Eagles huh. had traded for uh, Tim Jernigan. It was one of those where were you moments? <laughs> yep. <laughs> when Tim Jernigan got yep. traded for I remember that. So. I only say that to say, like, after these games and everybody wants a new deal and they see other people getting paid, that's the type of stuff that will mess with the the chemistry in the locker room. And having been through this just five years ago, the Eagles front office, Howie Roseman, et cetera, should have a much better better perspective on how to manage the situation. Different players, different scenarios. Sure. But still, like, I think you should be able to see stuff that's coming. Because who would be upset if they didn't get a – I'm trying to think who on this team – would be upset if they because they have a lot of free agents. Well, all the young guys are seemingly taken care of. Yeah, like so you can't and, do anything and, with Devonte yet. Right, right. You can't do anything with Devonte yet. So he's like the only young guy that hasn't been taken care of. Everybody else, like from Avante to to Josh Sweat to you know uh, Mylotta to all the young guys that are under contract, they've gotten second contracts. Most of these young guys, or either you're on a rookie deal. Does, does Josh Sweat want more money? Does Goddard want to? No, nah, Josh Sweat just got paid last year, didn't he? That was last year he got yeah, that he got deal. Paid. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of guys that 
maybe not that they outperformed their contract, but had like a great year. Oh, listen, if Hassan Reddick ain't going back to yeah, the table, no, no, nobody else better not be going back to the table for anything. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. Yeah, who was great. Um, all right, he's the only one I could say outperformed. Yeah, his you're contract. right because Sweat had a really good year, but he also just got paid. They, yeah. they paid him like he was going to do that, so mm-hmm. they did it right by him. It actually worked out for him. It, man, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the signing. <laughs> last year. Hey, and that, I just viewed him as an okay player. Yeah. I didn't view him as a special a, a, player. A rotation guy that might give yeah. you six, seven sacks, but. But he played ball this, he, he balled this year. He played. He really did. I wonder if they don't bring Hargrave back. I, I, That's going to cost you. Because the way Bradbury spoke today, Bradbury was more or less like, yeah, like, I, yeah, sure, I would like to come back, but. I need that new bread. Yeah, he's getting <laughs> he's whoever's paying him the most money is probably where he's going. Yeah. And then you get stuff like this. Then Shane Steichen is taking your players. Jonathan Gannon mm. is taking your players. Because they want to bring in guys that have played for them that they're familiar with. And that's how you wind up getting paid. I think about Trey Burton that went to Indy and yep. Frank Wright paid him. Like, like that's what starts to happen. So I could see Jonathan Gannon saying, you know what? I like that Javon Hargrave. I can use him in my Cardinals defense. Yeah, that's a great point. That that's a that's a perfect player for a guy that still is pretty much in his prime, right? Yeah. Like you're, if you sign him three years, you're getting two really good years, and then see what mm-hmm. happens in that third. And and that's somebody you bring with you to try to change everything. Bradbury does Jonathan Gannon want to take Bradbury to Arizona with him? It's a great point. It is. Um, Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Mark's Jewelers today is Valentine's Day. If you didn't know, Mark's Jewelers is open. If you're looking for a last-minute present, get to Mark's Jewelers. We're 309 in Montgomeryville online, marks-jewelers.com. So, um, Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, this dude is out here tripping today. So, he puts out a happy Valentine's <laughs> Day, everybody, tweet yeah. with a picture of Dr- James Bradbury, like his profile picture on yeah. where you would find a pro football talk. And it says, I'll hold you when it matters most. Yeah, come on, Juju. This is in poor taste, brother. And you ain't even that guy. Right. You, you're not even that guy. Um, A.J. Brown responded. Did you see it? Yep. Says, first off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. <laughs> he admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you like, don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. Wow. Call him TikTok boy. That's what he was, TikTok boy. Yeah, no, he definitely well, I mean, was. Him, between him and Jackson Mahomes, I mean, they, yeah. he found the perfect <laughs> franchise for him. Yeah, he fits right in. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, Juju, settle down, brother. Settle down. I mean, I, I get it. You won the Super Bowl, but Bradbury didn't. He wasn't trash talking you or anything like that. At least, at least I didn't see anything to where you would have to try to go at James Bradbury. It's totally unnecessary. Yeah, totally unnecessary. I mean, you you won. We get it. You won. You got it. Yeah, Bradbury didn't say anything to you. Nope. In fact, he said, "Yeah, I hold it." I, yeah, I held him. exactly. Yeah. He handled it like a total pro. <laughs> yeah, like I don't, like I don't get it. It's, it's not like a call wasn't made. If Bradbury would have slighted, slighted him, or what? Like, no, this is a dude who isn't used to winning. He got on a team and feels fortunate and just talking trash because they won the game. Yep. That's Feel, all it is. Feeling good. Like, just like, I think it was, I don't know if it was AJ that said it or somebody else that said it. It's like, dude, <laughs> you were damn near out of the league a year ago. Yeah, you had to take like, a one-year deal. Like, you went deal. from being 
the Steelers MVP, a slap in the face to uh, Antonio Brown, that the team did that to him on the way out the door. But that's the only reason you did it. I mean, that's the only reason you got the team MVP that year when A.B. was getting all the double coverage. When you became the number one wide receiver, they proceeded to draft two more receivers that were better than you and then let you walk. And said, see ya, yep. And then let you walk. So you haven't really been that guy, Juju. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, like uh, you haven't been that guy, Juju, to be to be taking shots at Brad. I can see if he took a shot at Slay, because Slay likes to talk. Right. But Bradbury hadn't said I if he didn't sit next to me in the damn players' lounge, I don't think I would have heard from him all year. He does have a car commercial, though. He does? Yeah. I Believe me, I was as surprised as you were. I don't were. think I've seen But that. I saw it, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> one? Yeah, he's been here for like <laughs> three months. Hey, listen. Oh, I respect it, but I was like, you know. Yeah. He's been here for a minute. He's a quiet guy. Yep. That's why this dude making it him. Yeah, because <laughs> he was the easiest target. And by the way, Juju, who are you going to be playing for next year? Right. You gonna be on the Chiefs? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Drew in Westchester. Drew, how are you? What's up? Hey, hey guys. Hey, uh, my my mood is much improved. I mean, I am like a lot of us fans who are are happy to see Gannon leave. Um, and I think we get a bad rap sometimes because I think, you know, most of the time the defenders of Gannon will just look at the stats, look at the points, look at the you know, look at the turnover differential, et cetera, and just say, you know, he's he's a great D coordinator, et cetera. But it's more nuanced than that. A lot of us are just frustrated when we see the the the, the scheme. When when you have like an all time great level of of uh, rushing the quarterback, right? And yet you play that soft defense, especially on second and longs, third and longs. When to me it just makes all the sense in the world, or at least sometimes you you've got to turn that up. Like that previous caller said during the, during during fifty two. Jim Schwartz said, I'm going to turn up the heat now, get the ball back. And that last drive before the game-winning field goal, the last touchdown drive, we needed that. That was the one drive that the, but, I looked at. But, I looked but at, did, I, Jim, did Jim Schwartz turn the heat up, or did a player make a play? Yeah, a, play, a player made a play. But, you know, look, I, okay. I, don't remember the exa- I don't remember the exact recipe on that play, how many were rushing. So four. Back I yeah, yeah I Brandon Graham four. got to the quarterback. Yeah. They made okay. a play. Okay, okay good. They, they made a play. And we didn't make the plays this week, but, but – I still think that 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 during that game he had he had to change it up at times or at least late in the game because the time was running out and they couldn't they they couldn't allow another long time eating drive and go and get down again but they did and then they tied it up with the eight point touchdown but you you can't blame the offense as much as the defense that that that's really driving me crazy the offense put up thirty five with no turnovers by by KC so you cannot say it was even. Even, Do you subtract he, he, seven points from that thirty-five because of the fumble return for a touchdown? No, no, I'm talking about you know I'm talking about our, our right, but, what, but what I'm what I'm saying is that they also gave up six points to the defense, right? So that cancels the thirty-five out and the long punt return and yeah, the well, long punt return, right? Like the well, defense that, gave up twenty-four I mean, points. Yeah, but it was also a tale of two halves, right? I mean, they gave up seven, and then they had a terrible second half. So. Stop acting like it's one long game that was the same kind of game. But the, but the offense scored 11 points in the second half. Yeah, but that's because the defense didn't get them the ball, did they? I mean, the, the Chiefs turned the time of possession totally around from they had eight minutes in the first and they had over 16 in the second. I mean, isn't part of the defense's job to give the offense the ball back? Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't that part of the job? Yeah. They, 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 they totally failed at that in the second half. The offense never totally failed at any point in that game. 
Well, they, they didn't go for it on fourth down. And well, they, okay, they had a 17-yard, I mean, a 17-play yeah. drive that they only got three points out of it. Yeah, well, that, that, I mean, obviously that's not good production for that time used, no doubt. Okay, but at the end of the day, we still scored 35 without a turnover. Listen, I, mean, I agree. So, Drew, if, if your point is the defense didn't play well in the second half, everybody agrees we'll agree with, you. with you. on that. Everybody yeah. agrees with you, right. but, 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 see, but, but see what everyone wants to do because it's easy to say that it's the coach. Oh, Jonathan Gannon didn't, he stinks, so it's his fault. It's not everybody well, I'm, else's I'm, fault. I'm I'm just I'm just saying I, it's it's frustrating on second long third and long to, to see conversions to a wide open receiver I just it's it's very frustrating mm-hmm. so, I hear you I'm, I agree. I'm, not yeah, we agree. About, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the touchdowns and we we have multiple ball hawking D backs on this team that yeah were we in the top of the league in picks yeah we were in the top five or six teams in picks right but we should have led the league in picks with those guys back there and the ability to rush the way we were but we didn't because Gannon sits back too much that's that's all that's my opinion. And lastly, right, lastly, it drove me crazy to hear. I think Elliot did he say the Chiefs are a historically great team? Is, is he kidding? Well, they won two Super Bowls in three years, mm-hmm. or four, or four. Is it four years? Uh, I can't even remember. I don't know if you. Well, the twenty 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 Super Bowl that was uh, that was the Tampa Bay game. Yeah. Right? So they lost that. They, they won nineteen. One. They won the one the year before that. Yeah, yeah, against yeah. Jimmy G. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, historic. Yeah, we, we. What do you care if Ellie called him a historic? Like, what, what, what is that? Everyone's elite or no? No, I know, but they wanted two, two of four, and they're probably going to win more, right? So, are we watching? Not a lot of teams win two Super Bowls in four years. I think that's what mm-hmm. Elliot's point was. Let's go to Brenda. Brenda's in Northeast Philly. Brenda's not a fan of Lovey Smith. Mm-hmm. I agree. Brenda, how are you? What's going on? Brenda, are you there? Oh, so anticlimactic, Jack. Try Matt. Matt's in Jacksonville, Florida. Matt, how are you, man? What up? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Matt. What's up, Matt? Hey, I, I just wanted to, like, elaborate on the linebacker position and shout out to OG Wade for kind of getting into that a little bit. Um, and this is kind of going to be a defensive Gannon. Uh, like, we don't really have the personnel at the linebacker position to stop a lot of what the Chiefs did. As far as, like, these outside runs, these quick runs, like – OG Wade was right. Like, you can't read and react. You just have to have the athleticism and the speed to just shoot at the ball like a Nick Bolton does. Man. Like, uh, And then just being able to drop into coverage. Like, P.J. Edwards, like, had a great season and everything, but he's just limited physically, I believe, in, like, what he's able to do. And, like, you can also shut down a mobile quarterback with, like, a top-end linebacker when he gets out. Like, the middle of the field, like, Mahomes should never be running 20 yards down the middle of the field with not a linebacker in sight. And, like, that first drive, Kelsey's wide open in the middle. Like, the middle of our defense, to me, just showed, like, glaring, glaring needs for upgrades, especially at the linebacker position. So, you know what I'll say to that? Look at what Tampa did against the Chiefs back in that Super Bowl. You have, you know, Levante David and and, uh, the other kid from LSU, Devin White. Mm -hmm. Like, those dudes are – those are guys, man, that are going to cover the sidelines and, and make those plays. We lack that so bad. So, how do you get them? You gotta draft. You, you gotta, gotta draft them. Yeah, this, yeah. This is where Roseman has to make yeah. a, a, a difference in consideration of of how this defense is, is built. The, the, these draft picks are allocated. We have to have an athletic linebacker that can deal with that. That's how you beat Mahomes. We have the pass rush. We play that. They laid the blueprint in that Super Bowl. And having a bad offensive line or not, it's not worth the twenty six points of difference. They scored nine points in that Super Bowl. They did it through the pass rush and having linebackers that shut down all that creative stuff 
Andy Reid does through just sheer athleticism. Like that, that's pretty much what I have to say about it. That, that's what All right, I Matt. Can look to improve. Appreciate it, man. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is Marks and Reese on Tuesday, the day after the day after. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up, top five at five with Jack Fritz. What does he have for us today? Is it a Valentine theme top five at five, Jack Fritz? Or uh, no, I, uh, I put it together and then forgot it was Valentine's Day. Frankly, oh man, yeah, negativity. There was uh, there was some criticism uh, when I was out this weekend of your top five at five on on Friday. Uh, oh, Pe- my prop bets? Yeah, people wanted more out of you on Friday. They were pumped up for the for the for a big Super Bowl pre show. Oh, so they didn't like that I chose to do prop bets? No, they did. I, there was. Uh, <laughs> Couple people. Someone brought it to my attention, and I said I never actually thought about it. And then someone else said, "Yeah, I thought the same thing." Well, very rarely do I make the wrong program decision on the top five vibes. So I agree. Donovan Chestbat. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be great today. All right, that's coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WP. Hey, listen, guys, you're happy with the way your hair looks? Um, maybe, kinda. Right here's the thing: you don't have to be completely bald or even, you know, like three quarters of the the way there. And, and honestly, I think that it's really good for people that are starting to lose their hair and are maybe have moderate hair loss to consider a hair restoration procedure. You, know, you, you get the procedure done and like you never really have a significant amount of hair loss, right? Especially if you don't want people to know that you had a hair restoration procedure. I had it done. I wouldn't have had to tell everybody, anybody, right? Like it's natural because it's natural, right? Like it looks natural because it is natural. It's your real growing hair. Your hair is fuller and thicker. You never know the procedure was done. And Dr. Glatt and his hair team are the experts in Philly, the most experienced and the most success when it comes to hair restoration. So if you want more information, you heard me talking about Dr. Glatt before, you can go to his website, drglatt.com, see before and after pictures, get a lot of good information on it. Or if you're ready, you can call his office right now. You can speak to his hair team right now at 610-980-4000. 610-980-4000. 9804000 or once again drglatt.com